This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, what's going on, people? We are with a superstar right about now. <laughs> Listen, introduce yourself for the people, man. People know who you are, but you got to introduce yourself. What's going on? If you don't know me, I go by the name of Ian Dior. And we in London today. Yeah, man, doing it big. Is it first time in London? or even First ever- time. First time. Yeah. Matt, how's it feeling so far? I want to live here. You want to live here? Yeah, it's definitely not going to be my last time here. You might be the first American person to come and ever say that, you know? Hey, this is the first time for everything, right? Listen, I hear it. I hear it still. Like, what's, what do you like about it so far, though? I like, it gives me the same feeling as New York, except less crowded. And, you know, the people are different, nicer. You know that's true yeah very true and um obviously the fashion is just next level over here so definitely gonna break the bank living over here but it's so worth it listen i like the way you're hyping up the country never <laughs> i'm hyping up this country you know i'm trying to keep moving you know people talk about the rain but i don't really care about the rain you know it's for you get a house for right this is why you're doing music like emo music like that yep the rain is affecting you, folks. Exactly. You know puts I mean? me in the mood. Well, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about your new project that's coming very, very soon. Yeah. Like, this is going to be another big look for you. Like, we've had a few projects from you, a few LPs in the past. This one, I feel like there's really big momentum coming from it. You, someone who's prospered from, like, the lockdown, moved last year with 24K gold. No, even two, no, two years ago now was a massive record. Obviously, I know there's a, there's a feature of Machine Gun Kelly on the way. Yes, there is. Yeah, let's talk about that one first. Um, you know, so, I mean, the song in general is just talking about, you know, how a lot of us artists just like, like we feel alone, you know? California gets very lonely, you know? People see the glamorous parts on, on Instagram and, you know, they think it's all a fairy tale, but whenever you're really living it, um, there's a lot more going on than what people see, so... Um, you know, I'm talking about how it feels like I feel alone in California, you know, and I haven't found my home yet. You know, I could be in a room full of people and still feel alone. You know, um, I can move into a new house, but it still feels empty, you know. And one thing I've learned this year is that, like, you just got to keep your family close. You know, that's the most, most important thing. Mm. But th- the song in general, I mean, even MGK is talking about how you know he's even having trouble with the situation he's been in the game for a while so yeah. like it's something that a lot of people could relate to you know it's not just california you could be living in your state and just feel alone you know mm-hmm. but yeah i mean that's like the main basis on the song yeah man i mean again another song where you're kind of in deep retrospect thinking right. about things that are greater and you're still very very young 
but this is like something that's been a consistent theme for all your music so far right. so like where are you drawing all this this stuff from do you know what I mean because so obviously, obviously you're what 22 right yes so most 22 year olds are talking about way different other stuff in their music do you know what I mean you know uh, I think you know I have a pretty mature mentality so and I've, I've been through a lot you know I went from being homeless in Puerto Rico to living the navy life you know moving state to state being always being the new kid um and i don't know you know i moved to texas i grew up there most of my life and when i finally well i got kicked out of my house and that's whenever i got hit up to move to la and i started making music but you know the music always is a piece of me you know yeah. whenever i make my music i'm giving people you know something that i couldn't say out loud but i could say in a song you know that will make me feel better you know that's the best part about music but um yeah i mean the, the stories come from my life i mean that's a that's powerful to be fair like you said you've been a bit of a journey man you've gone through done different things with your life right and what was the realization for you that you kind of had become a massive like platinum selling artist because I know sometimes you get plaques, people send stuff to you and it's just there. It's like, cool, I did that. Yeah. But when did you get that self-realization? Um, you know, it's kind of crazy, you know, like you're in this situation where there's so much going on. You don't even have time to think or realize like, what's happening. So, you know, my mentality is like when something good happens, I'm already focused on the next thing. So it doesn't like really ever hit me. Like, you know, my manager called me when Moon went number one. And I was just waking up and I was like, okay, cool. Like, is the, stu <laughs> is the studio open? You know? yeah. She's like, what? She's like, are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, um, I just love making music, you know, the awards and everything. Like, I would love to have them, you know. Um, I was talking to Michael Jackson's engineer and he told me that Michael Jackson would have every single room in his house open. He was very, he was very welcoming. Mm. But there was one door that was always locked and it was the basement door. And one day it was open and the engineer went down there and all his wards and his plaques and everything were down there. And he asked him, he was like, why do you keep all that down there? And he said, because he wants, he doesn't want to see that. He wants to stay hungry. And I want to carry that same mentality. So, you know, I have my plaques, but they're not on the wall. Okay. You know, I have room for them. And that's like whenever, you know, I'm feeling down or I'm feeling, you know, some type of way, I walk in there and I remind myself that I'm I'm Ian and I'm that person and I'm doing good. Yeah. I mean, that's powerful to be fair. Like, I think for you from studying your movements, you know, as an artist over the last like couple of years, like working with all these different names as well, like Lil Baby, Gunnar, Lil Uzi Vert recently on V12, like, like if you're staying humble with the plaques and the like the achievements when you're meeting these artists as well and you're working with them is it the same energy yeah i yeah. mean it doesn't it don't even matter if it's an artist or or you know like just a random person on the street you know i treat everybody how i want to be treated because i want people to treat me like a person you know because some people forget that yeah you know they just see what they see and you know it gets a little weird sometimes but I always treat everybody with respect. Mm. I think people might see that big ring that's on your finger right now. I do they might like, get intimidated. I do like my nice things though. <laughs> I'm humble, but I like my nice things. Listen, if you're making the money, do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Simple. I'm not here to flex on you. I'm just, 
I, I just like I like it. You know? Keeping it subtle. Yeah. You know Keeping it subtle. Yeah. So obviously the album comes out a couple of weeks from now when we're recording this. Um, who else is on there? Who else? What can we expect as well? So there's not that many features on this album. You know, I wanted people to hear more of me. Yeah. Because this album was more personal to to my life and you know what I went through in the last two years. Um, but it's pretty much just MGK. Got some songs with Travis and Lil Uzi. Okay, Travis Barker, right? And Trippy. And Trippy Red, yeah. Is that the song like already came out or? Yeah, yeah, Shots in the Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about Trippy Red as well. Like, who's been, because you came out really 2019. Yeah. That was kind of your breakout year. Yeah. And from about 2017, we saw, you know, X, Lil Uzi Vert was doing things. Juice World came out 2018 with Lucid Dreams. Like, where do you put yourself in that? timeline of like newer school artists in the last like four or five years because you all kind of have similar traits mm -hmm. but you're all very different and unique at the same time you know that, that's a good question um and to be honest i'm not sure i i can do everything you know i could i just consider myself an artist yeah i don't consider myself a rapper or a pop star or this or that you know be, i'll leave that to the people but to me i'm just an artist and you know what let's when you say you can do everything Let's talk about some of the other people that you've worked with and the directions you've gone because obviously your fan base will be quite broad. You know, when you're doing shows, there's going to be some people that might want to hear the Clean Bandit tune. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and then there's other people that are going to want to hear more of the hip hop vibes. Or even if you bring out Glass Animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a big, diverse range. And when I look at you, I think to myself, you're a rapper, but artist is a better fitting because I feel like you float on rock music very well compared it's, to some people. It's very natural to me. You know, the like the songs that we made with Travis, we made them very fast. And, you know, there's some of my favorite songs that I've ever made. So like I in the future, I will be making more rock music and, you know, dropping it. I'm just I'm waiting for my for my fans, you know, because I don't know if they're if they're ready for it yet. Well, what do you mean, though? Like, do you think there's been a negative reception or do you think there's just I been... wouldn't say that it's negative. You know, because I did drop sick and tired. What I'm what I'm trying to do is blend hip hop and rock. Yeah. So sick and tired is the perfect blend. You know, the verses are hip hop, but the hook is rock. Yeah. So like that's why I'm that's how I'm easing my fans into it, and then eventually like I'll just drop a full rock song. Yeah. Um, and shout out to MGK. You know, he's he's bringing back rock. Yeah. You know, so I want to do that too. Mm. I mean, last year you had that like rock album that I think did you go number one in America. I think yeah, we're number one. Yeah, so obviously we're seeing him do big things. And would you ever, obviously, like you said, you're waiting for your fans a bit. So let's give him two, three years. Yeah, you know I mean, mm -hmm. we saying full rock album by like 2025. Maybe before that. Before I was, that? I was talking to Travis about it. And, um, maybe before that. Mad. Record a lot of music, so. If I wanted to, I could drop two albums. Like, there's 500 songs in the vault for just this one album, you know? So, who knows? Who knows what's next? But how'd you, like, cut? Because how many tracks are on this album? There's, there's gonna be 14. So, how'd you go from 500 in the vault to 14? Because there, be, there must be a deluxe or something that's gonna come out as well. It took a lot of time mm -hmm. um, and energy. You know, you listen to a song so many times that it just, like, I thought all of them sucked. I was okay. Like, Fuck. That's being uh, critical of yourself. Yeah, I'm very, yeah. I'm very hard on myself as well. You know, that, that, I think that's why, you know, this, where the success comes from. But 
you know, I just sat down and, I, and you know, with all those songs that I had, I went, like, how can I tell my story? Mm. You know, from the intro to outro, like, I wanted to all be pieced together and let people know what happened. Mm. You, does you think as well, like, as you're growing and evolving, and obviously, like you said, like, a lot of the music is very emotional and sometimes it's quite struggle-based as well, you know what I mean, looking back. Like, as your life improves, obviously it's improved a lot now, but you know what I mean? Like, do you think sometimes artists, like, especially fan base, they kind of get a bit disjointed with the artists. They kind of say, well, he's not really struggling anymore. Why is he still talking about that? But uh, I didn't understand the question. So like, do you think as you as you grow, develop and continue to be successful, right. like, do you still see your fan base still gravitating towards like the messages of struggle and stuff like that um, in general? Or do you think you'd ever change the the messages in your music like as do, you like, change? Like, do they still relate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, everybody's always going through something. You know, you're never the only person going through something in life. And, you know, what... As I, as I keep growing as a person and as an artist, I'm starting to realize that there's so much more in life that, you know, to talk about. You know, you know, there's family problems. There's, you know, you could be poor. You could be, you could have illness. You could have this, you could have that. Anything, anything, you know, not just talking about a girl yeah. that, you know, doesn't care about you. So I think further down the line, like my music's only gonna get more relatable, you know, because as my fan base grows with me, you know, they'll end up going through certain stuff and, you know, I'll always be there. I'll always be there. Yeah, I mean, that's important. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, a lot of people, they listen to music, they always rely on their artists and that's not your responsibility, but- But it is though. Yeah, 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 you it know is. what I'm saying? Whenever you become an artist, you have a responsibility. These people look up to you. These people, they want to be you. They want to, they like, they want, they like you resemble them, you know, so. I take that very serious, you know, I don't ever want to put out the wrong message, you know, I know I have kid fans, you know, um, and just try to be a good person, you know, because, mm. like, I, for example, like, I look at someone like Post Malone who has everything and he's the nicest guy in the world, Yeah. you know, like, to be at that level and be that way, it's just, it's very inspiring, and, you know, I, I want to be that, just like that. Listen, you're on course to doing that, man. Just keep dropping the hits and you'll be there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But let's move away. We've been quite deep with this interview so far. Let me make it a bit more lighthearted as okay. well. So I saw your Instagram story that you're chilling with H. Yeah. So I know that he's kind of part of 10K as well. Yeah. Uh, what are you saying? We got a tune coming or are we going to do a little link up or? Uh, I mean, we're linking up tonight and we're going to go to the studio. So we'll see what happens. But I fuck with H. That's my boy. Man, that's not promising anything, but at the same time, I need six months. I need to see a tune coming, you know. Summer, <laughs> summer 2022. Hey, this man holds all the secrets right here. Man, no pressure. I ain't turning the camera on. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you want to say to the rest of the fans while you're here? Promo for the album. Anything else you want to say to the people? Um, To all my fans and to the people out there, you know, this album has been long awaited and, you know, I'm very happy that it's finally coming out. And I hope that whatever you're going through, your struggles, depression, you know, addictions to whatever you're doing, like, I hope this album helps you and, you know, veers you away from all the, all, all the bad stuff and uh, pushes, pushes you uh, to be onto better things. There we go. The album comes out when? January 21st? Yes. January 21st. Make sure you go cop that. Ian, 
Good chat to you, my bro. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.